Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's up? (laughs) Welcome to the Gap Church. This is your first time. Welcome. This is the Gap Church, where we are filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Can we make some noise for that? Today is Baptism Sunday. Can we make some noise? It is Baptism Sunday. Can we make some more noise than that? Man, God is faithful. We are in a series called The Holy Spirit, and honestly, every single week has been amazing. Can we attest to that? Yep, 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 yep. And today is no different. We have the the opportunity of seeing a group of individuals get baptized this afternoon, and honestly, I'm excited. Are y'all excited? Y'all better be excited. Shoot, this must be crazy. Um, thank you so much, worship team, band. Amazing. Can we just give a hand, a round of applause for them? Uh, if this is uh, your first time or you haven't been with us for a while, um, I know you're probably confused. Why is there a tank in front of here? Um, I told first services, I'm not going to jump in. So this is not a sermon prop. Um, so don't think that. Um, but uh, like I said, today is Baptism Sunday. Um, and my name is David, ooh, this is kind of loud up here, shoot. Um, my name is David Oluwadara Patusin. I am one of the GAP leaders at this church, and I'm also on the Word team. And I have the special privilege of bringing a word this afternoon, and I'm super excited. Are y'all excited? Of course, like I said, we've been in a series called The Holy Spirit, and every week has been amazing. Who enjoyed last week? It was amazing. I was watching it, and man, I, I, I literally can feel the presence of God even from where I was watching. I was like, wow, I wish I was there. Um, so for those online folks that are, that are playing games that are local, online in Arlington, better come to church. <laughs> You're missing out. Um, of course, we are in conference season. Yeah. If you do not know, we're, I think we're almost like a month away from conference. Isn't that crazy? Like, that's, that's, that's wild. We're, uh, that is <laughs> We are almost a month away from conference, and um, if you've not heard about conference, you don't know know what it is, Uh, we are having our first ever conference, uh, the Gap Church, and our theme is Emerge. Emerge. And uh, the statement, the the catchphrase for, um, it's not really a catchphrase, it's a prophetic statement, is that the glory will be, the glory will be, that is our praise and our expectation as we are in conference season. And trust me, uh, we believe that the glory will be revealed. If you have not registered, registered, register. It is July 28th to the 31st. So mark your calendars and make sure you are going to be here during those days at the Gap Church's first conference. Amen. So uh, like I said, today I get the special privilege of uh, sharing a word. And I'm super excited, honestly. Uh, this is not going to be a long word. Um, I just have the privilege of sharing a word on Baptism Sunday, and so I'm going to do exactly that. Uh, Today, this word is for specific people who have maybe been baptized um, and knew what it was. For some people who are about to get baptized and may not know fully what's happening, but they have an idea. Maybe some people who were baptized when they were young because it just was the culture, and maybe for some people who uh, they were forced to get baptized by their parents. Go on, get baptized. (sighs) Why, mom? What does it mean? Just go on, get baptized. We're going to find out today. Trust me. Today, I believe that God is going to give us understanding. So I won't take up too much of your time because we got to get people baptized, right? (laughs) So quick story, and I promise you it's going to align. 
trust me. So, and, and I told this story in the first service. So, basically, uh, I wouldn't like to call myself this, but I was a little bit of like a ladies' man growing up. <laughs> Not the hisses, come on. <laughs> but I've been saved. <laughs> Can we say thank you? Thank you, Jesus. Saved by a wonderful woman. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> And that's, that's on period, trust me. If you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, I was kind of a ladies' man when I was growing up, you know. I, shoot, kind of, bro, I was. Let me, let, me not, let me not downplay myself, shoot. I was. Uh, and so usually, and, and, and I know a lot of us will be able to relate to this, but you know uh, when you're talking to somebody for a while, you know, and, you know, it's just vibes, you know, movie dates, Cold Stone dates, you know, uh, you know, slight stuff here and there. We are joking in the first service, you know, uh, you know, like the, the little pictures, you're going out to dinner, but you don't really show their face, like those type of things, you know, and, and, and it's all going good, you know, maybe a little cuddling here, hopefully not more than that. <clears throat> But after a while, it's all going good, and, and, and randomly, just randomly, you just get a text from the person. Who knows what the text is? We have what? We need to talk. So whenever I get that text message, I'm like, why do we, bro, we smooth sailing. Why do we need to talk? Like, bro, sure, I'm paying for the, the $5 movie Tuesdays, you know, like, ain't nothing, why we got to talk? And the reality is that, you know, when you start, you know, you guys meet up and it's really serious and, and you can, you know, this is the guy's angle. She's just like, so I just wanted to ask, um, what is she asking? <laughs> See our lives. <laughs> what are we? <laughs> and usually when she asks that question, you're like, um, why we gotta why we gotta go into the details? Like we we chilling, like that's the that's usually like the response. I mean, we we is what we is. Like we <laughs> what are we? We chilling. You know, that's what we are. And so <laughs> uh the reason why uh I, I told that story is because that is called that, that that is called the DTR, defining the relationship talk, right? And so uh, if you're taking notes today, very shortly, the title of my message is <laughs> It's time for a DTR. It's time for DTR. I believe that uh, baptism is our DTR. It doesn't, mean we're, it doesn't mean we're not saved if we're not baptized. It's just that, you know, you guys, you, Jesus, you know what it is with God, but baptism is a DTR. Let's define the relationship for real, for real. What are we? What are we? I know you got saved and you're serving me and everything, but... Like, you seem a little bit timid when it comes about asking, oh, like, you know, what do you think about this? Or when it comes to keeping your friends accountable, or when it comes to saying no to certain things that you, that, you, that you usually should say no to, I think I need you to define the relationship just a little bit. So, before I go any deeper, like I always like to do, I want us to just start and define what is baptism. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this. Baptism is a Greek word. That comes, it comes from the Greek word, bati. Everybody say bati. Uh, it's spelled like B-A-T-T-I. And it means to immerse. To immerse. That's what baptism means. To immerse. Uh, a definition that I have for baptism, and you can write this down. I'll say it twice so you can remember it. Baptism is an optional step led by the Spirit and obedience to God that can be taken by a believer 
to take their faith and commitment public. It is a response. I'll say it one more time. Baptism is an optional step led by the Spirit in obedience to God that can be taken by a believer to take their faith and commitment public. It is our response. We just came from the giving series, and we know how big it is to actually respond to God. So baptism, in a way, is our response. Our response to saying that, you know what, God, I love you this much. I'm not saying that if you don't get baptized, you don't love God. But it's just a response to, to God's grace, to being saved, to their relationship. That's why it's an optional choice. Number two, the process of baptism is when one is submerged into a body of water and then arises out of the water. The reason why we go by this definition of what it means to be baptized is because the definition is to immerse. So if we're going by the definition, it means that you go into the water and you arise out. What does baptism symbolize? It symbolizes two things. It's a physical demonstration of the washing away of sins. And number two, it's a physical representation of us choosing to go through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus with him. Amen to that. I love what Colossians 2.12 says. It says, for when you were baptized, you were buried with Christ. And in baptism, you were also raised with Christ through your faith in the active power of God who raised him, to, raised him from the dead. So when people are going to go into this water today, it is symbolically they're going in, they're dying, they're being buried. And when they come out, they're resurrected. What is being buried? What is dying? Their old self. Their old ways, the old things that they used to deal with. And when they arise, they are in a new life, a new light. What are some misconceptions? You are not saved if you aren't baptized. We are saved by grace. We are saved by the blood of God, by the blood of Jesus, him dying on the cross. That is it. There's nothing. We can't, we can't be more saved than that. So this is why baptism is considered optional because it, it, it's the cross is enough. If baptism is what makes us even save, more saved, then that means we are in a work religion where we have to work for our, our faith, work for our salvation. We don't work for our salvation. The blood is enough. Amen? Amen? Another misconception, baptism is for new converts. It's not. Of course, scripturally, we always see that usually when people are saved, immediately... They get baptized. But I dare to say today that there's many people who have this in their mind that, oh, you know, that's for the, the new folks. No, no, no. At any point, if you're 50, 80, 90, if you did it when you're when you a baby, you can get baptized. Trust me. It's never too late. That's for somebody. But the most important thing I want us to get from today, because I want us to really get into this because I know God is going to do something, is that there is power in baptism. Everybody say that. There is power in baptism. How is there power in baptism? Baptism allows for accountability. It allows for accountability. I love this scripture, Luke 3, 7 to 14. I'll read just a little bit of it. You know, it said, it says in verse 7, Then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him, broader vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? 8 says, therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance and do not begin to say to yourself, we have Abram as our father. What the scripture is basically saying is that he's saying that, okay, you want to get baptized, but make sure that you bear fruits, that you're actually walking in the right way. So as people come out today and get baptized, we all see them. We know who they are. 
You know, if they want to post a picture on Instagram, Instagram season two, TikTok season, everybody season. People are holding you accountable now. That is why there's power because this, this Christian walk is not to be done alone. Number two, why is baptism powerful? Baptism, and I piggyback off the last one, it encourages community. There's going to be people that are going to be praying and interceding for the folks getting baptized today. And I said this in the first service. And if, even for those that have been baptized before, who was, who was praying over you when you were baptized? Who was interceding for you? Who was pulling you out? As you're getting baptized today, for those folks, I want you to really look and look at the people around you because as we're interceding for you, we're keeping you accountable as well. And at the Gap Church, I want to say that we have to do that as a church. We're keeping the individuals accountable. We are the new community. We are keeping them accountable. In the scripture, in Acts, it says that after they were baptized, about 3,000 came to, say, to, 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 to salvation, that they were now meeting and having community and breaking bread. If you see someone, I want to challenge us today, if you see someone get baptized today, make the extra effort. Get their number. Talk to them. They've just stepped into another dimension. Number three, why is baptism powerful? Baptism is Christ-like. It is Christ-like. When we look at the story of Jesus Christ, we see that one of the first things that Jesus Christ did is that he got baptized by John the Baptist. And we know that our standard is who? Jesus Christ. So when we get baptized, we are automatically aligning ourselves with the walk of Christ to be like him. And I think one of the most powerful points, number four, why is baptism powerful, is that the Trinity honors baptism. The Trinity honors baptism. We see this in, in Mark 1, 9 to 11, when Jesus was baptized. It says, it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from the Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And immediately coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting and the spirit descending upon him like a dove. Then a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, in who I am well pleased. So I want you to understand that we can tap into that. As people are getting baptized today, I dare to say that the heavens can open up for you, amen? I dare to say that you can physically, you will physically feel the Holy Spirit come upon you, Amen? And for those that are getting baptized, I want to speak directly to you. And I want to just say this real quick. There's some people in here right now who have not signed up. And I already know that God is asking you to get baptized. And this is one of the ways that you'll know is if you're questioning it. If you're questioning if you should do it, just know that you should. The Holy Spirit's already speaking to, I don't know, maybe like three, I think it's like three or four. Three or four individuals. It's just about you to obey. For people who are getting baptized, these three things I want you to understand. Number one, be expectant. Be expectant. Why do I say this is because I, I don't want us, I feel like our culture and our world has, has, has really taken the beauty away from baptism sometimes. I'll go to even say that sometimes the African culture takes away the beauty from, from baptism. Let's be real. We see it as a checklist item, right? Oh, you get saved and then you get baptized and then you start speaking in tongues and then... You're now the prophet. <laughs> but I want us to understand that there's an intentionality that comes with it. And I want us, even, even, even 
if you're not getting baptized. I believe that for us interceding for these individuals, something's going to happen in our lives. But I want us to be expectant for them. That's what community is. Be expectant that God is going to open up something for them. Some of them are being launched. <laughs> Baptism is a launching point, guys. It launches, I said this in the first time, it launches people into their purpose. It launches people into their purpose. So be expectant because as you're praying those prayers, something can be happening in your life. Amen? Number two, just like Jesus did in the scripture, I want to encourage everyone that gets baptized and who's going to be here staying and supporting that I want us to all be praying. We're celebrating, but I want us to be praying, praying with them. I love the, I love the, Luke, uh, the Luke version of the baptism of Jesus. It says, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And here's the beautiful thing that I noticed. It says, and while he prayed, the heaven was opened. It wasn't just, boom, boom, heaven opened. It was while he prayed. So I believe our prayers can be contingent on the heavens opening today. So if you're getting baptized, be praying. If you're here interceding and if you're here supporting, be praying for them as well. If the heavens open, it doesn't just affect one person. It affects all of us, right? Let's not be selfish today. Number three, I believe this, that, and I said this earlier, God is going to open something up for every individual interceding or getting baptized. Some of us are going to be launched into a new job, into a new career, into a new blessing. I'm expecting and I'm praying that every single individual that comes in here, what they came in with, they're not getting out with. All the negativity, the, the chains, and I pray as for people that are interceding for them, who knows what you're praying for, they, they may have the same thing. And just because of that, your own chains are gone. Your miracle happens. I pray that we can all be linked in the spirit today and that the change, that, that, that the transformation process that's going to take place is not just going to hit the people in the pool, but it's going to hit all of us. Amen? Like I said, there's some people in here. The people that are looking away, that are looking down a little bit, that are saying, no, it's not me. Today's your day. I, I, can't, I can't sugarcoat it. The question is just, will you be obedient? That's it. Let's stand up. I don't have the have the baptism people left yet. Have they left yet? They haven't. Okay. Just, just quickly, I just want the whole church, just really, we're not, we don't have to point out the individuals, but I just want us to pray right now for every individual getting baptized. And I also want us to pray for the individuals that maybe have not signed up that will get baptized. And I want us to just pray that God will open up something for them. And I also want us to pray that whatever it is that they're dealing with, whatever it is that they were struggling with, whatever it is, whether they were weak before, whether they've, they've had a hard time with self-control, whether they've had a hard time with anxiety, whether things have not been working in school for them or things have not been really working in their family, that the moment they are dipped in that, in that tank and they come out, the solutions are already on the way. 
The solutions are already on the way. God, we cover every single person getting baptized today, even those that haven't even planned, Lord. We are speaking, Heavenly Father God, a covering upon each person. We pray, Heavenly Father God, that you are launching them into something greater, launching them into another dimension, Heavenly Father God, launching them, Heavenly Father God, into their breakthrough, launching them into their purpose, Heavenly Father God. We decree and we declare, Heavenly Father God, upon your children that I've chosen to publicly announce to every single person that, God, I'm yours, that, God, I'm serving you. Lord, I pray that same boldness, Lord, shall be shown upon them. We pray that your favor shall shine upon them. As they've been bold and they've said, I, I'm accepting you, God. They've accepted you on earth, Heavenly Father, God. So I pray, Heavenly Father, God, for those individuals, Lord, that same boldness that they've put on, God, I pray, Lord, the boldness of your favor, the boldness of, of your generosity, the boldness of your blessings, God, shall shine upon them, Heavenly Father, God. And if there's some people in here that maybe they're considering, I want to get baptized, or maybe they're just saying that, oh, I may not have a relationship with Christ. I want to just start there, whether you're online or in person. I want to just give this opportunity to you all real quick. Maybe you want to rededicate your life. Maybe you're going to get baptized and you just want to rededicate your life or something. I want us to all bow our hands, heads because I want us to pray this prayer together. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Help me to know you better. As I accept you today, take over my heart and dwell in me. Forgive me of my old ways and help me to change to the person that you want me to be. I love you, Lord, and I proclaim that you are my God. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.